0: Hello, you're probably wondering why you aren't hearing the theme tune right now, and uh, that's because a lot goes wrong in this episode. We claim that a lot of numbers are true, and none of them are. A lot of episode numbers that we mess up. Uh, there's a lot of syncing errors. Like it's quite out of sync. That's just that's just something that happens because we do live in different countries at the moment. Um, this totally listenable though I did it when I was editing it and uh, still a good episode but uh, enjoy it and what's more important is you should email us at late night features at gmail.com whatever you send us we will respond to it on the podcast even if it isn't a question even if you tell us that we suck which is quite evidentially true um, then we'll respond so if you want To bully someone and bully us. Okay? Have a nice time listening to the podcast. Bye. Double Features. Double Features. Double Features.
1: Hello and welcome to Late Night Double Features, a weekly podcast where we hijack two films and hold them hostage to the Mayor of New York. As always, I am Alex Kither, and I am joined by a man who I am currently holding hostage. It's Joe Nelson.
0: I don't say my name. I'm Mr. Pooh.
1: As we move on to episode thirty, we will be comparing a series of remakes with their original counterparts, and our first film in the fast is the fast-paced train heist thriller, The Taking of Pelham One, Two, Three first released in 1974 from director joseph Sargent and remade in 2009 by tony scott this feature follows a group of four armed men who enter a subway train and take the carriage hostage soon transport lieutenant garber gets involved and he has one hour to transport a large sum of money to the kidnappers and save new york city Firstly, we'll begin by discussing the original, starring Walter Mattu and Robert Shaw. Joe, what did you think of the 1974 film The Taking of Pelham? One, two,
0: three. Oh, God, that was shaky. I was so worried you were going to mess it up there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what happens in this movie. In my synopsis, that I've pre-prepared, and it will become very obvious that I've pre-prepared it when I begin reading it, which is now New York, New York. A hell of a town. The Bronx is up, but the battery's down. The people ride in a hole in the ground until the train therein gets hijacked and they get taken hostage by some well-prepared mustachioed gentlemen using codenames that were designed to be stolen by some twat with no ideas. The head of the gang, played by Robert Shaw, calls into the control centre and eventually begins talking to transit cop Walter Matthau. Shaw asks for a million dollars to be delivered to the train within one hour and he will kill a passenger for every minute that they're late. After some resistance, the mayor agrees to pay the money and a bunch of people start furiously bundling it all together. They're rushing with the money down to the station. It's fast, it's furious, and then those stupid pricks crash their damn car and this puts them behind schedule. Time runs out, so Walter Mathar lies about the money being there. This buys him a little extra time. He sends the money down with two policemen who deliver the money. After this, the hijackers move the train down a little bit. They get out of the train and assemble some kind of lever to force the train to constantly accelerate. They get out of the subway, not before changing their coats and hats and taking off their faint moustaches. Before they can all get away, though, an undercover cop comes, shoots one of them, and then dies himself. Then Walter Matthau comes and gets rid of another two. The final member, the sickly Martin Balsam, escapes into the light and makes his way back to his apartment only to dive Scrooge McDuck-style into his pile of money. Matthau and co. begin looking down the list of suspended train drivers since they earlier saw Balsam driving the train. They go to the apartments of all the drivers who match the description. They talk to old balsamic oil and decide he's not the guy they're looking for until balsam sneezes, causing out to say gesundheit, which tells him he's got his man because he heard of one of the hijackers sneezing all the time throughout the film. The end. Freeze frame, fade to black. And that was the taking of Pelham 123 <laughs> yeah. in
1: Words, Not Numbers. In a very peculiar order as well. Yeah, and I have to also say, the police, the undercover policeman in the poncho didn't die.
0: No. Got oh.
1: shot, but he didn't die. Wow. I mean, you still had the. But other than that, impeccable synopsis. Ah, uh, so oh, God. The real question remains,
0: though what did you think of it? Oh, it was good, wasn't it? It was very good. I really liked oh, thank it. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> I, did. I was worried you were going to say, no, it's the worst film I wasn't me. expecting
1: to like it either, honestly, because I actually wasn't aware that the Taking of Pelham One Two Three, two thousand nine, one was a remake, I didn't know it was an wow. original. Uh, apparently it's quite a well known remake apparently it was known that there wasn't original it was famous at its time anyway or reasonably uh so it's just I'm an idiot uh and I wasn't well, expecting I mean it's got about
0: 10% of the votes on IMDb as uh, as the remake Oh really and 10% of the money asked for but uh not not budget but in the film Oh yes yeah they in know.
1: the original they ask for a million in the remake they
0: ask for 10 million Yeah, because of inflation, I assume. assume. And also because John Travolta's a bumhole. (laughs) Well, that's true. He does say the word bunghole. I thought he said bumhole. (laughs) Bunghole. (laughs) Um, So, the original came out in 1974, 70s, my favourite decade for films. That's when uh, stuff like Dog Day Afternoon, classic heist films Mm. came out, a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, It I think the style works particularly well for this film. Uh so many films that were set in New York came out in the seventies, like Network, uh Taxi Driver. Yeah,
1: and it had the same feeling as all of those films as well. Mm. Uh there's a certain
0: ruggedness to it.
1: Yeah, I like it's all very like browns and dark and obviously it's yeah. like set um obviously it's set underground, so everything's dark and grimy and horrible. Mm. And even the office they work in looks disgusting and not mm. uh yeah, everything's like horrible colours and no one's having a good time and it reminded me a lot of the French Connection actually yes particularly say, because exactly <laughs> yeah I mean it was like you said uh, there's a huge um, uh, selection of 70s films with the exact same style and feel and uh, just as competently made uh, some even better but French for me when, while I was watching it I was like this is the this is French Connection it's just like the French Connection yeah. and I enjoyed it on all the same I mean we bo- we've both said we've spoken about French connection on the podcast before we've both said we love the french connection great mm. christmas movie <laughs> uh and this was also a fantastic film for similar reasons
0: yeah it's um like th- I feel like the the remake gets everything the the original it gets everything wrong, yeah. Also, like the main thing is the original had so many interesting ideas in it, like uh, the idea of like the the hijackers being intelligent, yeah, <laughs> which was missed by the. the oh remake. well, in the remake, there was really only one hijacker; the rest were just they were just
1: <laughs> bags of meat. You've got John Travolta. John Travolta was the only actual character on the train. Everyone yeah. else might as well have been cardboard cutouts. Whereas in this, every single. Uh, High or each of the four hijackers had a clear purpose and character and there was like Mm. um, there was like relationships between them and That led also to obviously mr. Blue played by Robert Shaw killing mr. Gray at the end because Mm. they had a lot of conflict between them Which you don't see at all in the remake Uh, also saying like characters in the carriage that includes the um, Hostages because I think in the original each hostage had a character. They had a purpose. Yeah, exactly.
0: There was the old guy who was a bit stubborn and he knew a lot about trains. Mm. Uh, there was the hippie who turned out to be a policeman. I wasn't seeing that one. I, I didn't think it'd be him. I was hoping
1: it'd be the drunk woman. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the sleeping one. Yeah, and
1: then there was obviously there was still the mother with her children. But again, she's... Yeah. I, I think, like, with her, it like, she felt more... Like, she gave a shit. I think everyone just gave more of a shit in the original. Yeah. Like...
0: The mother in that... <laughs> the she The f- black guy in the, in the remake, he just let himself die. Like, he didn't even try and, like, get the gun out of John Travolta's hands. He was just like, go on, shoot him, Yeah, he just standing there. And
1: he was meant to be the equivalent of the policeman character, the undercover yeah. cop. And he had no purpose. I mean, no one in the fucking train did. They were yeah. all boring.
0: I, we're talking way too much about the remake. Oh, we'll, right, yeah, yeah.
1: But in original. the original, every single person had a clear, defined, and important character. And it mm. created... I mean, the relationships between them were great. I mean, great. that's
0: the essence of good writing. As well as conflict, you got to have character. Mm. And it had that in and heaps. It... Exactly. There's so many of them. There's literally a heap of them. Like, even the two policemen who come down there with the with the flashlight. They're great. Yeah. Love well, those guys. And they spent hardly and, you know, any time gets...
1: on, on screen. And yet they were still great and very memorable characters.
0: Yeah. And uh, the dude who gets killed in the... The beginning, oh Kaz. Like the first guy to die. Fat Kaz. He was, he was fantastic. The
1: fact that I remember his name and I haven't searched this up after. I know that he was called Fat Kaz. The <laughs> fact that I know this and he was on screen only for the beginning of the film and he died. I have no idea what like any of the characters were called in the <sighs> remake. But I know Fat Kaz and he will he will remain with me until my dying days. Mm. That's how important these characters were. Uh and also you can't have great characters without Great actors.
0: I was gonna say, mm. like, um, so <laughs> I I hate to keep talking about the remake, but um, so you got Walter Matthau; he's been replaced by Denzel. Yes, Washington in the remake. Yeah, I'm fine with that. He, because uh, I don't know if you've seen the film Inside Man. Yeah, he also plays a uh, a like negotiator in there. Yeah,
1: there's actually a there's a reference, isn't there? To, Is do, uh, to do with pizza.
0: It, it, I think I thought that was just a thing no, that, it, that people do. No, I thought that was more of a Dog Day Afternoon reference. Oh really? Yeah, they do that and that. I thought because
1: it was. I thought it was. Uh, oh no 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 not Inside Man. I was thinking of a different film. Doesn't matter.
0: Oh god. I was thinking it was of that a porn you watched, wasn't it? <laughs> what? It was that porn you watched. With Denzel Washington. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No,
1: but that was a reference to another film by. Um, Tony Scott. Oh. Yeah. Well, that flew right over my head. Well, it didn't fly over IMDb's trivia.
0: So, Robert Shaw, his character is suave uh, and fantastic. Robert Shaw's amazing. He, you know what he's doing, so and, but he's. It's not like he's. Uh, he's. It's not like he's Sherlock in BBC's Sherlock He's not a prick about it. No matter. No matter the problem, he can solve it. He's just by like. He's still human. He <laughs> can tell by the, the atmospheric pressure Who killed someone Yeah, Like he's planned it all out But like when things start going awry He does get angry about it And that's bloody good
1: Yeah it shows that he's still again a character As opposed to just this like Sherlock again this has nothing to do with either of the films But <laughs> Sherlock He's not a character he's just a big old prick Like a <laughs> ten year old Could have written him Whereas uh, the character of Mr. Blue Ryder is really interesting. We know nothing about his backstory, really. I mean, you get like hints um, about through stuff that he mm. says, but um, you don't really know much about him. You just what you get is what like what you see on screen for that short time. And his and also the performance yeah. by Robert Shaw is genuinely impressive. Like, to the point where I, I know he didn't win an Oscar for it, but that's like what I would consider Oscar worthy acting. It was that good.
0: Yeah. Well, it's one of those things where he's not like crying, so that's true. It's not he awesome, weren't crying, he were dying. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Um Yeah, it was um I I feel like it did well to take its time, this film, and uh I, I feel like that was really important and it's highlighted how important it is in the remake yeah. because yeah. that did not take its time. completely agree.
1: The pacing in this film was like the original was Spot on, perfect.
0: Well, I mean, it was a stalemate. Like it's the same reason why Dog Day Afternoon takes so long. Of like the guys just that it's it's very similar to Dog Day Afternoon. I don't know if you yeah yeah, this. yeah. <laughs> Um, but like it's the reason why it feels like it's uh it like it it's not it's never boring, but it feels like they're in there for ages, and that's the point. Yeah. Because they are in there for ages. But I
1: didn't feel like the film felt like I was like it wasn't a point where I was like all right this is going on a bit cuz it was no, still no, even though it was slowly paced it was well paced and I, I,
0: it just doesn't feel the need to shoot people yeah it didn't rely.
1: there were there were action scenes and they were impressive and well done but it wasn't you weren't in it for the action you were in it because uh, it was just interesting characters the way they were talking the way things were progressing and stuff was still happening the top the clock was constantly ticking so it's not like... Mm. I mean, even when there was nothing visibly happening in the carriage, you knew that there was this sense that the clock is ticking and something has to happen eventually. You, you felt the pressure that everyone else did in the film, which is why it worked.
0: That is the most important thing about it, because um, <laughs> with John Travolta in it, you don't... Like, I don't understand what his motivations are at all. Like, it's just... I understand money. But he seemed to be more of a philosophizer than anything else. I mean, yeah. Uh, he, I think <laughs>
1: the thing is, his character is probably the most changed of of any yeah. character between the two films because you know Robert Shaw's depiction and John Travolta's depiction of Ryder are so far apart, and mm. they have huge effects on the final film um, because yeah. really, the film is about besides everything else the relationship between Ryder and um, Garber and so Mm. if you change those characters I don't feel like Denzel Washington's character or Denzel Washington I don't feel like he changed it as much like it was very similar actually but um,
0: definitely he was a lot less likeable in the, the remake really like you want to get behind Walter Matthau I think see I thought the other way around but okay well, like, there's the bit where uh, where he admits to to taking the bribe yeah. and then uh I, I thought he was just doing it to save the guy's life and he hadn't actually taken the money, but then like it's never mentioned again, so you can only No he did, it again. is
1: well it is mentioned again a couple of times. Like the fact that he did take the money. Well, at the at the very yeah. end
0: they uh they say that <laughs> you're gonna be put on trial but we're gonna try and stop you from going. Yeah, to James prison.
1: Gandolfini is, is like, Don't worry about it. Which is that's how the law works. So,
0: mm, I preferred Math Out.
1: See, I, I preferred Math Out, but I... I just like the Lucky Game gave at the end. <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> Actually, one other point I want to make about the original is that it had a great sense of humour. It was genuinely yeah. funny, and that didn't compromise the drama or the suspense or the story or anything, because it was still a thriller, it was very tense, and there were some really interesting ideas going on in the story, but it had this sense of humour that was genuinely laugh-out-loud funny. Like, jokes... <laughs> both sort of like physical jokes and just like um uh actual jokes the characters say which are hilarious yeah. and even the final point where he sneezes and then he looks in i mean although it's, <laughs> it's it's obviously so silly because you can't base anything on a sneeze and it's a cliffhanger and but that's it it doesn't take itself too seriously and it doesn't need to because it no it feels confident enough as a, as a film that it can afford this humor which again you couldn't mm-hmm. do I mean, they didn't try, but I know that if they did try in a film like the 2009 remake, that
0: would just seem awful. This was a film that was... <laughs> yeah, I was half expecting it to happen, but no, you're yeah, fine. Um, so, I want to talk about Martin Balsam, because he was pivotal in the yes. original, as we've been yeah. mentioning. He was the guy who got away, but like in the remake, he obviously... John Travolta's the only character so he has to be the one that gets away. Yeah, I mean imagine
1: if uh, his equivalent in the remake who was played by Louise yeah, Guzman imagine if Louise Guzman got away. How <laughs> awful would that be? Because also you don't see 90% of his face for the majority of the film because it's covered up by right. what, like, he's got a hat he's got a little uh, thing over his
0: nose and then he someone clearly punched him in the face at some point recently. Yeah.
1: And then he just goes and dies. And you're like, oh, okay. That's it. it. doesn't matter, because he's not a character. He wasn't fleshed out in any way. I, th- I think there yeah. were two other gunmen. I can't remember. There probably yeah, well, uh, were. They got murdered in the street
0: by, like, 60 police yeah. officers.
1: But they were completely inconsequential. And the film kind of feels like it knows that, because the fact that they do get shot just randomly by police officers, is like the film just didn't give a shit. And no one gives a shit about these. We only put them in because the original had four characters, so... Just, just just get rid of them now so we can focus on John Travolta.
0: <laughs> like, uh Martin Bolzum in the original, uh, is like uh I don't I I I don't know how to put it. He's horrendously captivating as a character. Yeah. In that he's he's the one 'cause you've got your um you've got your brain of the operation, which is yes. Mr. Blue. Uh you got your your sneezy man. Which is ballsy. Uh, I don't know what his green. color was. Uh, Balsamic. Balsamic green. Um, yeah, Mr. Gray, I believe was the insane. He was. Man. Yeah, he was ex-mafia, and he just wanted to kill everyone. Yeah, that is a detailed. <laughs> it's actually incredible how little character those two guys had. I know, and yet yeah,
1: in the original, each character was so interesting.
0: Yeah, and then you got your uh, your uh, ground your like in a in a plug how there's a ground cable he 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 keeps them all under yeah, control mr brown before he dies
1: again he was the he was the less uh, interesting of the four but yeah he still had a
0: character like there was enough inference to make you think that the, uh him and mr blue had a uh, they had a rapport at the very mm. least cuz he said he trusted yeah, him and they didn't trust mr gray
1: again this is something yeah. that we could talk about for um, ages because it's given us so you know, much such <laughs> a little amount of time and yet in the same amount of time because the film's the same running time and, and yet yeah. the uh, I don't know how it manages to do this but the remake manages to give you nothing you just you leave it with nothing and I don't understand how considering that they seem to throw all the like pacing points at you so quickly and then they've got all this bloated space and nothing happens uh, <coughs> but that that's uh, for our second Discussion. I don't know. Have you got anything yeah. else you want to say um, about the original?
0: Uh, if I just, I'll just uh, summarize everything I feel about it very quick. Okay. So the great, <laughs> the thing about this, the reason why it's so captivating, I think, is because uh, the the hijackers, um, like they seem to know what they're doing, but at the beginning, there's enough doubt. Like, there's enough problems pushed their way. That they deal with, but it also makes it really tense. And you want Walter Mathau to succeed. You don't want fat cats to die, even though yeah. it does. You get very invested in it, and it's a well-written thing with great characters. Yeah, and that's all I have to say on that. I vector. completely agree with that. I think it's just it just
1: works on every level, and it's um it doesn't do anything revolutionary as a film but it doesn't need to because it just it, it feels like it's its confident in what it's doing it's competent it's got a great style great sense of humour but mm. also it manages to captivate you interesting characters amazing dialogue um, and actually good action as well I mean it really does have something for everyone as a lot of films from this period do um, so I think we just need to get down to the numbers
0: Oh God. Joe out um, of 10
1: what would you give the film taking a 123 one two three nineteen seventy four original version uh, <sighs> um eight what? eight what oh right eight. sorry i was i was coughing. <laughs> i'm um uh i would give it seven point five one. uh yeah i i liked it a lot um <laughs> I don't really have anything particularly negative to say why I gave it lower. I just, I know there are better films. Mm. Uh, and, would you recommend this film? Yep. Yeah. So would I. <laughs> so, that was the original, but now, the remake. And secondly, we have the 2009 film starring John Travolta and Denzel Washington. In this reimagining of the John Godey novel, we see another retelling of the same New York train hijacking, but with some subtle changes. Joe, tell me, what's the difference?
0: Okay, so uh, this, this film, it's got some changes. It's not, very, not particularly similar besides the uh, bare-bones story. So uh, I have a list, and I'll read out this list of things that I wrote. So instead of being incredibly smart hijackers with one loose cannon, John Travolta is the only one that matters, and they're all idiots. Uh, they, they wear disguises in the original, and the remake sees the hijackers dressed as arseholes. Uh, instead of the hijackers being foiled by good police work, not only does John Travolta almost get away with his stupid stock market thing, he also just gets shot in the chest, even though Denzel Washington could have easily just shot him in the shoulder. Uh, they had to put a weird Wall Street angle in, because I suppose $10 million wasn't enough for people to believe, uh, the hijackers are far more trigger happy now and they literally kill people within ten minutes of the film starting. And the film does nothing interesting except for making John Travolta act in a very weird manner. That's my list. There are other things like the mayor not being sick but yeah. they're just boring. The I mean Netflix he does mention
1: about getting sick, doesn't he? There, there's a nod to it.
0: And he does, and he is James Gandolfini so he does speak like he's got That's a black nose. Yeah. I, like,
1: I liked James Gandolfini as an actor. He's, he's a I it's also liked his name, because it made me think of a
0: little, a little Gandalf. <laughs> it makes me think of a pasta <laughs> Gandalf. He, he's got a spaghetti stick as I a I like that.
1: But one thing I didn't like so much was the remake of the film, <laughs> Pel- Taking a Pelham 1, 2, three. Uh, I don't know how you feel about this. Much stars? I think we make a, <laughs> um, an assumption from our previous conversation. See, but...
0: my dad... Thinks this film's all right. I don't know if he's seen the original. I think he has. Okay. But he also does like a lot of awful <laughs> films, like Olympus. Oh, of that's form. bad. Local hit. No, <laughs> Local Hero is not a terrible film, but uh, um, yeah, it, it, he he has a, a strange propensity for uh, terrible, bland action films, and this slots into that Venn diagram section. Right, nice. It does. Um, it's got that colour color scheme of blue oh, and orange that I love every it. flipping film in the 2000s uh, Well Well, a lot of films still use it. Yeah, but it was more yeah, prevalent yeah. then. I think Marvel films at this point are pushing the uh, the colourful angle yeah. a bit more. But, uh, no, I agree. It is. <laughs> but Batman and Superman, are, they are pulling us <laughs> back into that awful, awful period. Oh, stuff.
1: That's something to look forward to. But uh, It's
0: coming out soon Date the podcast There we go
1: <laughs> But yeah Taking a film 1, 2, 3 I feel like For one I watched the original first So did I And I feel like That skewed My opinion Of the uh, The remake Because when watching the first one, I was just constantly impressed. I was constantly thinking, "Oh, this is so good! That bit was so funny. This bit mm. is so intense. These characters are so well performed." You know, uh, Robert Shaw is brilliant. And then, and then I I put on the remake, and I've got a remake of uh, a re sorry a re a remix of a re, no, a remix of Jay Z's Jay Z's 19.
0: They're, 19- they're they're rebooting it for the sequel. The taking of Pelham 1, two, 4. <laughs>
1: well, I got uh, what I was given was uh, a remix of the song "99 Problems" by Jay Z. Uh, John Travolta <laughs> yeah. walking around while Dutch angles and crash zooms surround him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. And it's like it's edited like that 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 sequence in uh, Ocean's Eleven with yeah. Matt Damon, where the shutter speeds yeah. are. Yeah, really <laughs> and uh, and I or high. I don't know. I don't know how shutter speeds They're both work, high and is. low. I see people walking around, <laughs> looking suspicious, looking like terrorists. <laughs> yeah, instead of the start of, like, uh, instead of the, the, the slow open of the original that is so good with their uh, Martin Balsam sneezing, yeah. which not only, like, exposes, in the exposition term, uh, his character, but is also a, an interesting yeah. start, because you don't know what's going on but it's just a it's just a sensory yeah model, in the beginning like, in you're basically one. given this
1: what looks like um a grand theft auto montage made by a 12 year old uh starring John Travolta <laughs> who looks point, like he's been melting for the past hour <laughs> and he's wearing sunglasses the all these men look like terrorists like if you see that if you saw yeah, these men well. in a train station you would freak out um, but yeah, so none of the subtlety of the original Then we uh, And the music is yeah. just awful As opposed to the I was also actually The score of the original film I thought was amazing
0: Well considering I don't remember it I'd say that it fits yeah, in very well Yeah but this was
1: um, The score was obnoxious or, uh, I mean the music was obnoxious yeah. for this um, You could instantly tell They were going for like an urban modern Yes
0: yeah, like they thought well, uh, the old one is made in seventies and we've got to bring it into the now guys. We gotta get some rap music in on this. We got a black guy instead of Walter Matthau. We've got to bring it in the we've now. We've got a, we've a gay got
1: Scientologist instead of uh, Robert Shaw. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> With some really
1: like odd inference of homosexuality. Yeah, like he was saying how <laughs> sexy Denzel Washington's
0: voice is. <laughs> there was the great line when he was talking about the like the teenager. It says uh, he says he's got an '80s skater kid thing going on. He pulls oh, it off. Right? <laughs> so I, like really set, I like the idea that, he's on set. I like the idea that John Travolta was just like, yeah, can I change this line? <laughs> just can I just? Yeah. No, he doesn't even mention it before the before you the t- tape. T- <laughs> Tony Scott's was there. Oh, that's great, John. Love of intensity. <laughs> nice.
1: But yeah, I mean, this film just—it's <sighs> just wrong. It's just loud, obnoxious, horrible. And and then also, you know, like we were saying how in, in the original, it was like that grimy, you know, dirty office, and you got that sense of it had yeah. this nice, just atmosphere to it, that you instantly felt that you were in this setting, this style. In this, instead of the grimy office, you have what I can only describe as like a pantheon of light, like all this just it's like a future, <laughs> so futuristic, like the set of uh, an Avengers film, where everything's like Bright light. It's got fast-moving
0: animations. (laughs) Lens flares everywhere. It's like the camera doesn't. It looks like Denzel
1: Washington's working in the USS Enterprise. It's just so modern. (laughs) Like
0: it was shot like that as well. There was always the uh, the left to right. Oh god! The camera work was embarrassing. It was so bad. There was that one scene with uh, James Gandolfini and his assistant, where they were just standing in a street, and for some reason. The the camera was just spinning <laughs> around them constantly. <laughs> Literally the entire conversation was the camera After was this, spinning I imagine that everyone involved in
1: filming and like the cameraman must have like got vertigo because the movement of the camera in this <laughs> was bizarre. It just I couldn't understand it and it was really badly edited to the point where you couldn't quite understand what was going on. Um So but there were some good points in it, I think. Uh it wasn't entirely Lost Cause I did enjoy it on some level it like, wasn't like the worst movie I've ever seen uh, and I, hmm. I have to say for example one of the good points I thought Denzel Washington was okay I thought his acting was good it, he made you want yeah, I, I, I to yeah I think see. more so there was, for me at least it felt more like he you were more uh, he, he was definitely more emotional as a character he was one of the few there characters were, I'd say there were probably the two characters in the film uh and one <laughs> of them was played by John Travolta which <laughs> and, that is not and he wasn't thinking so yeah John Travolta <laughs> as well like sometimes i was on board with his character i was like oh i can see what they're doing he's like a crazy psycho but then it just it was bad it was just bad i'm sorry but other good points got focus on the good point uh another good point yeah um uh greg from greg from Flight of the Concorde. he's struggling it?
0: Yeah, I was wondering who that was, and you've just said it. (laughs) That was that that halfway through the film,
1: and I was really losing the will to live. He pops up, and I just thought this is great. (laughs) So those were the two good bits about the film.
0: Well, I I took some enjoyment out of uh, out of John Travolta's performance because he he seemed. I feel like Tony Scott, the director, kind of wanted him. To be a little bit, like, he said, all right, John, we want, um, I want him to be a little bit, uh, like, he's a smart guy, he's intelligent, he knows what he's doing, he's, he's got this whole Wall Street plan going through his head, but he doesn't want to give it away, and, um, but he's also a little bit eccentric, like, uh, you know, he's a bit mad, and then John Travolta was like, okay, so he's insane, all right, okay, okay, I, I, he's insane, talk <laughs> about Bob, put it in his face, all right, yeah, all right, yeah, that, yeah, okay, well, that's not in the script, okay, yeah, I'll just do it anyway. <laughs> And uh, and that's the basis of that performance, and it brought some great conversation between him and Denzel. When you say this, I
1: kind of actually think that a lot of it must be improv, because
0: the script was bad. See, I think I think the opposite thing because there were they were talking way too quickly, and they have. I I like Denzel Washington a lot. I think he uh, has definitely has the ability to improv some very good stuff but the whole ass model oh, thing was so, it was so impressively off the cuff but the it thing was. is, also
1: it was so like bizarre like, like you imagine if that if someone wrote that down if, that down if you write that down you have was... the opportunity to look back over it and reread it <laughs> and if i wrote that down and i look back at it i would be like what was i doing you know this, this... i
0: mean and you write exactly, some pretty weird exactly. Stuff. i mean i write the <laughs> intro for this this podcast for Christ's sake <laughs> yeah, and that is that is uh, grounds to at put least you know, mental so hospital. if
1: even I have you know, <laughs> if I, if I even I can restrain myself. I
0: can't imagine. I mean, it escalated so quickly from them doing nothing. It was it was amazing. It, it was like so. Uh, it was like, you said before about it being like a a confessional, uh, but it's <laughs> kind of like a prison, isn't it? Uh, it's like, oh, you got me. Anyway, let's talk about how I took this uh, this <laughs> arse model to Iceland. Dog pooed
1: in See, the my face. The problem is, among many other problems, this film lacks subtlety. The original thrived yes. on its subtlety. Like it was subtle
0: to the extreme, if you will allow me to make such an oxymoron. You couldn't guess what they were doing. I think yep. is important in this. <laughs> but like in the remake. It's like they're hinting, they're like, oh, people won't guess that he's doing this Wall Street thing to get 30 times the money, which is, which doesn't, I, like, I don't care about. He's got 10 million, that's enough to carry out. Not for John Travolta! Anyway. Uh... And no one, no one will guess, no one will guess. It'll come out right at the end and they'll be like, oh, I can't believe it. But you see him throughout the film looking at the stock. It's so <laughs> messy. Is, he could literally like, have like a hey, could literally I'm getting t- more like, money. he
1: could play around with his moustache go hey, 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 hey it was that it lacked <laughs> to that extreme uh, and the whole film was in that in, in that way it was just awful just no it felt like no one bothered no one cared they're just like yeah fuck it yeah. maybe they thought they were clever but really they're all fucking idiots it was so and also I think after watching <laughs> the original and just how good it was in so many respects this seemed even worse because there were
0: they had that's the such thing. a good basis. That all they needed to do was oh, make that, the that's same actually movie. thing. How
1: can their mistakes they made in this where I was thinking, how can you do this? For example, we as we mentioned before, the pacing. The pacing in the original was perfect and you could imitate that in a in a remake so easily and no one would even criticize you for it. It because you could change the style and the dialogue and everything, but as long as you had the point by point pacing at the same, you know that you're sort of using something that worked. You know, if it worked once, use it again. In this, yeah. they all the like the first half of the original is compressed into the first quarter of this film, and then there's just this flabby nothing time, which they waste com- completely. <laughs> and then everything again is condensed in the end. So there's like half the middle half of the movie is just empty bollocks. It's awful, and I wonder how can you make this mistake when the original did it so well? Did they just not watch the original? Did they just look at the poster and think that looks good? I let's remake see. it with John Travolta. <laughs> it's James Wayman <laughs> technique. It's just I don't understand. I don't understand.
0: Like I feel like this film is, it is um representative of all the problems that have come about since two thousand of, uh, of this, of of films of Hollywood. Yep. It's all blue and orange. It's uh, contrived it's dialogue, oriented, like really bad. Of, oh, it, yeah. About, about Doc <laughs> pulling in John Travolta's face. Oh. <laughs> it was such a... It came out of nowhere and then it went away so quickly. It's the fact that it's... This is the sort of stuff that and we that...
1: make up for comic effect. You know,
0: this is this is Odd Philip type <laughs>
1: stuff can... right here. And this actually happened in the film. <laughs> it's... Yeah.
0: Like... Uh, oh. It's... I don't even know... How to? All well, I've ah I've broken ah help I, me. I, <laughs> I don't no. really want to talk about this film anymore. To it, and we've gone pretty like that. We don't set a time limit, but it's probably the longest we've talked. Yeah, about I mean, it just has so many problems. Before. It's just
1: so unbelievable how flawed it is in comparison. Like I know remakes are usually worse than the original, but it's just
0: and it's got decent. Yeah, it's like six point six, isn't
1: it? All oh, right, six point four, close I'll enough. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just ludicrous. I mean, again, I, I guess it's not like a, an awful, awful movie. But when you think about everything behind it, considering that the original was so powerful as a film, yeah. that uh, the New York, the the original Pelham one two three, which is the the train from Pelham, which runs at twenty three minutes past one, it got discontinued after the film because they were worried about the effect the film would have on people.
0: I mean, it does provide a very, like... I was watching it and thinking if I could do hijacking. it. Honestly, I was like, I could do this. Yeah. Because they kind of outline every step of the plan. And also, like, that is a thing that happens in films. Because uh, in Fight Club, they originally had the, uh, like, you know the scene where Brad Pitt is putting the lie on uh, yeah. Edward Norton's hand? And he's talking about like how to make. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nitroglycerin. Um, in the original cut of the film, they put in... The, like by accident they had the actual method for making nitroglycerin in it, and they had to take People it out because that. obviously, it's it's yeah. a tutorial. Tutorial for terrorism. Uh,
1: so Same with this film, though. Yeah. sometime.
0: obviously. Films can be quite exaggerated, but sometimes. And also just the effect of films. Like, I I can't.
1: It's like the Clockwork Orange effect, where after Clockwork Orange came out, people started getting in gangs and attacking people
0: in the night. Yeah, and like when Jackie Chan had a love interest, loads of Chinese really started killing themselves. Wow, that's
1: the power of movies. And that's actually the power of. I mean, that's That's just. The power of Jackie Chan. And I feel like a film that has the ability to do that, the original, when they remake it and it's so poor. You just got to wonder what went wrong.
0: What <laughs> happened? Well, it has the power for people to. On the turn of the millennium, did films just
1: now. get bad? Is that what happened?
0: Collateral oh, survival. We can find it.
1: solace in collateral. Right, should we get to the numbers? Yeah. So, yes, Joe, yes, what would please. you give the taking of Pelham one two three with numbers, not words? You know, the
0: remake, out of ten? <laughs> That's a weird change yeah. as well. Actually, I forgot to mention that. Um. I would give it. I would give Pel- taking of Pelham one twenty three. I would give it really a three and a half. That's a lot lower than I was expecting. Yes, it 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 pooped like a dog on a legacy that was provided for it. See,
1: I'm going to give it four point five uh, because Denzel Washington tried, and I respect that. And <laughs> to be fair, there were some things that I I mean I
0: didn't hate it. So much of the movie, more that. Can I. I also forgot to mention this bit. Where, uh, you know, when the two bald guys who hmm. look like hijackers got murdered in the street oh, by like yeah. right, 60 I police. <laughs> I love that the police got into a circle and started shooting towards the centre <laughs> of the circle. So if the, any of them missed, they're so likely that's, to shoot. That's the another kind of realism you in
1: your films, I feel. Like. That's what real police would do. So. Yeah. It's genius. And, uh, genius. Also, cuz now we're doing, you know, originals and remakes, I want to ask uh, <laughs> Joe which one was better, original or remake? Uh,
0: the re <laughs> No, um <laughs> it's the original yep. by I've got to agree. but really really <laughs> Uh so that
1: was the Taking of Pelham 123 and the Taking of Pelham 123. However,
0: that's not all, is it, Joe? Love it. No, it's not. We have sort of a, a half feature this time because, as you'll soon find out, not many people, and as you've found out already, but not many people are negative about the film The Taking of Pelham one two three 1974 And join us as we delve into a review of Reviews. Jingle. So, there were no... I, I don't know about you... But I couldn't find any. Negative I found some reviews mediocre ones, original. but none that were funny in, in how. Yeah. Vitriolic. Like, no, no one wants to hear an actual review for. Uh... No. But <laughs> what? That's boring. Who reads those? Um, so what we did is we just took reviews of the remake because, hey, it's terrible. So if you'd like to read out your one. Yep, so this one is fantastic. sent in
1: from uh, uh a person called Milan, not the city, but a person who lives in Serbia. <laughs> uh mad. they gave That's the mad. film the 2009 remake uh of Taking Pelham 1 2 3 1 star out of 10 and they said if Hollywood oh. is out of ideas, it should close down. Uh so the it
0: <laughs> yes the, the Hollywood it's, I think, it's a the little company.
1: shop in uh, in Serbia. Um, <laughs> but yeah. It's they actually pol- wrote this right flag. after the film got released as well. In 2009. So, Whoa. Uh, But they sent it to us now. Uh, every once in a while, there is an arcade game-like remake of some classic movie. <laughs> oh <laughs> in God, bracket. Good start. Remember Rollerball? No, I don't. Uh, And some criminally silly ones. (laughs) Again, open brackets. Remember Solaris? Uh, This time with an exclamation mark, uh, question mark, exclamation mark, close brackets. Uh, (laughs) So, I'm just waiting for the day when some bright accountant in charge of the studio, the studio, uh, decides (laughs) it's time to remake 2001 Space Odyssey, and the lunacy will be in full swing. At this point, uh, Milan, you haven't actually spoken about the film in question yet, but uh, this time, (laughs) after many others, they decided to ruin Joseph Sargent's classic 1974 caper with brilliant roles from the late... (laughs) They they miss... They misspelled Waller, Mattel, (laughs) Robert Shaw, and Martin Balsam. And fabulous... Jerry Stiller I often wonder why do studios employ armies of writers, readers and producers when they can't think up a movie anymore <laughs> that wasn't filmed before there are lots of potentially good or even great movies in the history of cinema that had the foundation that wasn't built upon properly <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that would benefit upon.
1: from being remade, but the studios don't want to waste time by developing those it's much easier and faster to sell ones that were great to begin with
0: St- no, those are the, those are not the reasons why they they make remakes the, this, the easiness and fastness <laughs> is not the reason it's money it's, it's because true. people will see As a we remake did,
1: uh, steer clear of the instant plastic video game remake they make nowadays
0: <laughs> what? In plastic, I no just that add really water, uh,
1: <laughs> and always look yes. for the original. It'll be like tasting a vintage wine instead of the supermarket one from a brown bag. <laughs> trust me. I don't know about you. I've never drunk wine from a bag, but uh, I imagine this. <laughs> uh, I've <haven't> drunk wine. <laughs> I trust this person. Because they (laughs) told me. I have to trust them. So that was uh, from Milan, from Serbia. So thank you, Milan from Serbia. Oh God,
0: (laughs) screw you, Milan. Shut up. Yeah, they did make a good point. I agree with you uh, on the fact that this film is bad. Yeah, (laughs) but you're an idiot. (laughs) All right. This is a little review called "Awful Movie." It's a one star review out of ten, no less. Uh, From Hussein Tutla. Oh, wow. From United Kingdom. Well, yeah, I don't know. You wouldn't expect it from the name. Uh, I'm not racist, what? Uh, Okay, they say can tell within the first five minutes it was going to be a bad movie, and within ten minutes, what this movie was all about. Never saw the previous movies. (laughs) Yeah, it's a series. It's It's like Planet of the Apes, there's like a million of them that no one's heard of. (laughs) Yeah. But this one was pretty awful. No real depth to the characters, and the storyline was quite predictable. The actions of the characters lack motive or reason. Many scenarios or subplots go nowhere, nor do they serve any purpose. Action scenes seem to be there only to add drama, but do not assist in the... Sub- sub- Sorry, I, I, I broke again. But do not assist in the storyline or plot by the end of the movie. You do not connect or feel a bias to, feel a bias, wow uh towards any of the characters. <laughs> I feel a bias. I'm gonna write them a good review. Uh and realise they all just had a pointless day. <laughs> what? I <laughs> feel Washington like this might have been the most exciting
1: day of his life. Day. Old Denzel. Yeah. So that was awful movie from Thank you very much for saying to- uh and if you want to write in uh, yeah. to give us one of your bad reviews of a film, uh feel free to uh email us uh, email us our email address which is
0: late night double features at gmail. I com. That for myself. You could email us for anything if you want to mm-hmm. tell us. We promise we're we'll read it That's out. fine. We promise. Just make it vocal. We'll read out anything we anything you send us. I'll I'll put a message at the start of the podcast yeah. you've already heard. it so, uh, oh, yeah.
1: yeah, that was Taking of Pella, <sighs> 1, 2, 3, Original and Remake. And uh, that also calls the end of episode 30 of Late Night Doll Features. However,
0: you've just skipped five episodes. Wait, what did I just episodes. say? You are mad. <laughs> you just said 30. I said
1: 30 <laughs> at the beginning 25. as well. <laughs> I thought we were on episode 30.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll edit I've it I've said out. it loads I'll, now. You'll have heard this as well, listeners, but uh, I'll, edit, I'll edit me going Oh, God. To five.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I was certain this was 30. 30.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can tell that we haven't done it for a, for a week. For, for two, two weeks because we missed out last week.
1: Uh, yeah, so that's episode 25 uh, of Late Night Double Features and apparently, and next week, <laughs> we'll be looking at the 1967 and 2006 films by the same name, Casino Royale. But until then... Wait, what?
0: 27. 67. 1927. 67. I think I might have misheard it, because I was kind of... I'm pretty sure I said 67. There, but I think it's, you might have who said Who knows?
1: It's going to be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fantastic <laughs> ending. I've pinned Joe Nelson.
0: This has been late night, out. double
1: features. This has been nightmare. This has late been the 2007 features. David Fincher film Zodiac. <laughs>
0: <Go> <laughs> Bye, dude. And I'm back. It's the end. Hope you enjoyed that because uh, someone has to. Come on. But uh, yeah, it's the end of the podcast if you haven't realised already. Email us do it, it's in the description, the email, just send us something, send us pictures of your penis for all I care, it's something, just send us a blank email, I don't care, just give me something to read, you asshole. bye!